0: Women to succeed. Now, let's welcome the host of the Empowerment Radio Show, Randy Goodman.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Randy here with the Empowerment Radio Show, and I have an amazing guest, Daryl Devinish, who is a transformational coach. He's also known as Coach D, D for Daryl, and the Doubt Killer. Is that cool or what? I want to give a warm welcome to my podcast guest, Daryl Devanish. Welcome, Daryl. How are you? And thank you for being here. Randy, how are you?
2: Oh, thanks. Thanks for having
1: me.
2: (laughs) Good, good, good. I, you know what? I love to hear that that you're awesome. Most people just say, Ah, you know, I'm good. But I'm, I'm like honored to be on your show. Looking forward to uh, sharing some valuable information with your uh, listeners out there.
1: Oh, that's awesome. It's my honor to have you on, and uh, this is very exciting. So I haven't told anybody what you do, so they don't know, but (laughs) all they know is the coach part so far, right? So first tell us a little bit about your upbringing, and then we'll get to where you are today in a little bit.
2: Okay, Randy, you know, that's a that's a good question. My upbringing, I grew up in a in, in a sort of a low socioeconomic area. It was you know, I I want to say people used to refer to it as like a sort of a ghetto. I didn't think when you when you're living in something like that, I you don't think that way. Listen, it mm-hmm. was just it's it just where you lived. It's what mm-hmm. I knew. There was a lot of uh new at the time there was a lot of new immigrants that came in and lived in this area, so yeah, there was some there's some fighting. There was you know there it was all that stuff. But you know what? I wouldn't trade it for anything because it made me the person who I am. It made me hungry. It made me it made me learn how to deal with different types of people. Um, and I you know I still I joke about those times you know good and bad. But you know I won't change anything. It's an area in, in Toronto, uh, Don Mills and Eglinton area was referred to as Flemington Park. And you know, people, you know, they used to refer to it as Flemo or the Park. Um, but I got no, I got nothing but love for for that that area. It 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 basically helped me become the guy I am today.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So, well, I,
2: and I love yeah. to hear
1: that. You know, because it doesn't matter where doesn't matter. where you grew up, where you came from, what kind of economical background you had or what kind of culture you had. It's who you yeah, are as a person, it's
2: right? Who, yeah, it's, and it's what I'm doing now. And, you know, it was beautiful because all we did was play sports and go to school there. Like, that's that's all I remember doing. And, and the odd time, you know, you, you get in the little fight here and there. But you know what? Honestly, it made me tough. It, it was like the... I'm joking right now, but it was like the NFL. Anything could happen. You could be playing soccer, <laughs> uh you could be in a fight the next minute you could be playing hockey you know what i mean and it it was just one of those things where it was everyone i i thought everyone was a super athlete there everyone was fat everyone was athletic so (laughs) you had no choice but to learn how to play sports like i wasn't you know the best basketball player but everyone in my neighborhood a lot of people played basketball so i played basketball Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and and kids, this is this is the thing I think today. Kids don't do they don't they don't learn to play different things. They they sort of specialize too early. Um, I got access, or I I was exposed to different different things. I was exposed to hockey, basketball, baseball, uh, tennis, even um, just because that that's what we were playing that day.
1: Right, right, yeah, and then, so, and then that sounds typical of you know. I won't name any numbers, but our age range, where you know there weren't cell phones back then, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing technology. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have technology. I didn't. I didn't have PlayStation or Xbox. Um, we played, and we, you know, our moms. My mom used to say, basically, you stay cool. out, don't go out and play, and come back when the lights are out you know Mm -hmm. the lights Mm -hmm. you know the lights go on the street lights go on so i know there's a lot of people that are familiar with that you know go out and play and don't come back until the street lights go on right (laughs) and so that's that's how i grew up and and again i it it was the thing that helped shape me and you know i was an i grew up where i was an okay student um but um you know my teacher once said to me listen you you got to your grades up you know I, I i noticed you on the on the on the in the schoolyard you want to win at everything you, know, you, you try your best why don't you try and apply that in school and it, I, I don't know why but that that was the thing that clicked for me that's like why don't i want to be the the smartest in the class why don't i you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that 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 little conversation sort of clicked for me um and it made me realize it's like i don't want to be the dumbest guy in the class anymore i don't i don't want to be the guy that can't read well i, I want to read I want, I want to be i want to be first i want to be not just first on the field i want to be first in the class so it helped drive me that i still remember that that is grade four uh i believe her name was miss uh mrs vernon um anyway and and you know this this is what shaped me and the, the the last thing i'll bring up about my upbringing was which changed me and this really changed me was uh, my mom when we were about 14 15 years old um I was about 15, 14 15 years old she won a little bit of the lotterio. Woohoo! And, and yeah no 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 good times uh we were like the jeffersons moving on up and what uh <laughs> what what happened was you know which was to this day, it's still, I, I still can't believe we did. it rocked me. She basically moved us out of the neighborhood and mm-hmm. uh, sent us all to private school. Wow. So it, wow.
1: So <laughs> Shock. It's,
2: it's, it's my little version of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, <laughs> but again, it was sports. It was sport that got me through it. I got into these schools because I was a good athlete and I was a decent student. Um, and, you know, I'll never forget, um, you know, what, what my, my teacher had said back then, uh, about being, trying to be first in school as well as on the, on the field. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, God bless my mom and, you know, she, she still pushes me to this day. Um, it was her dream to have me go to St. Mike's, uh, college and, you know, we did she won a little bit of money, not, not a ton of money. We, we bought a new home and we just barely had enough to. To make it to the school, mm-hmm. um, but it changed. That that was probably the TSN turning point in my life, in terms of wanting to be success, being around successful people, being around people who were were pushing, that wanted more in life, and you mm-hmm. know, and and, it, and and in sport this, this, again. Going, I take it back to sport a lot because you'll hear me use a lot of sports analogies because sports is what has gotten me as far as it has in life in terms of being competitive, being a team player, um, just working to improve all the time, you know, working, looking to the next challenge. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of thing I try and still today, you know, in my business with my clients. When I help, when I, when I try and transform somebody, I try and let's, let's have a game plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's where you are. Here's where you want to be. How are we going to do that? You know, let's work backwards. How are we going to do that? And you know, what does the end look like? What does a championship look like for you? Mhm, mhm, absolutely. So,
1: well, you know what? I want to give kudos to your mom because you know, no matter how much it was that she won, the fact is that her one intention was to give you guys a good education to make sure that you guys had every opportunity to be the best that you could possibly be in in a healthy environment. And, you know, thank goodness, I mean, every mom loves her kids, but thank goodness that she put you guys first, you know. She wanted a nice home for you. She wanted proper education for you. and wanted to make sure you had the best of the best. She could have done tons of other things with that money. Tons.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. she could
1: have spent it on herself. She could have, you know... And and hopefully she spent a little on herself, right? But yeah, no, you know. no, my mom,
2: my mom was she was she was for us though. We were first, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I've I've never seen someone more committed to her family than my mom, and I, and I still mm-hmm. to this day she would, you know, she would take a bullet for us. She, she you know, she loves my grandkids, her grandkids, my my boy, my two boys, and her mm-hmm. other grand uh, grandchildren. She's all about us and the kids, and like you know, someone so self-serving, uh, sort, of, so, so, sort of into her kid the way she is. I, you know, I hope, you know, I can be, you know, half the, you know, person she is down the road with my kids and their family.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you made my Gotta love your mom. Gotta love the mom. <laughs> you gotta love the mom. Made my eyes tear up when you were uh, telling me that because all I thought of was no, how she, she put you guys first and that's special
2: yeah and you're right she could have done anything with that money and yeah. you know I I, I kind of at first I was kind of reluctant to go because you know you, you kind of leave what you know and you're you love mm-hmm. it's like that was my neighborhood with my friends and yeah. you know that's what I knew I didn't know anything else and
1: mm-hmm. then
2: to go from a, a place where you you're comfortable you know everything to an environment like St. Mike's where like Everyone was different. They didn't talk like me. They didn't look like me. They didn't like the same music. Right. I went wearing a uniform every day, you know, and then, you know, I was one of the only kids of color, you know, there's, you know, a Mm -hmm. school about 1200, there was maybe four or five of us of color. And it, it, it was a challenge at first. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. It was a transition and, you know, I got made fun of. And, you know, when I went back to my old neighborhood, they made fun of me. You know, because right. I was wearing a suit. I was wearing a suit. I, right. Uh, you know what I mean? I didn't look like you that anymore. You weren't fit in like anymore. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't fit in. I didn't fit in anywhere, it felt like.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, boy. I'm so, sure you eventually
1: it, figured it out, right?
2: <laughs> and You're right. We did. And, and, what you know, what's come now is, you know, it's helped me in terms of being accepting of different people, different races, different fitnesses, diff- whatever it is. I we you know we promote that in in, in our facilities, uh, our gym in Toronto and our gym in Pickering. Um, it's it's all about you know acceptance and, and community, man. Like we we are big on trying to build communities, and uh, that that's that's where we're at right now with uh, the gyms. And you know we have a mission to help transform a hundred thousand people. By twenty twenty not physically, awesome. mentally, emotionally, we're killing doubt, you know, and that's why we we've we've called ourselves the doubt killers we're not mm-hmm. we're not trainers, we're doubt killers we we kill people with doubt, we help transform all the the negative and you know oh, I've never been able to do this, oh my parents, i didn't have good genetics oh mm-hmm. i've never I've tried forever. we kill the doubt you know there's you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you know we ch- we help people with their nutrition we help people with their their mindset and and basically a program we lay out guidelines that help these people you know uh, uh basically just follow the plan stick to the plan we're going to we're going to make you accountable to what you're, you you want to do and we're going to take you to the next level our goal is to help get you there
1: awesome that's fantastic okay so we heard about how you know a little bit about your upbringing so you moved, you're in another area. What did you decide that you wanted to study, and what, or, or what kind of profession did you decide at that time that you wanted to get into? And tell us a little bit of what led you to where you are today.
2: Okay. So, you know, school was funny because St. Mike's it was a tough place, and, and it was the first time I went to a school where everybody was talking about going to university. Everybody. Mm-hmm. So when I get, get there, they're asking me, what, so what university are you going to go to? I like, I don't know. I don't know. And they're all saying, you know, I'm going to Western. I'm going to Queens. I'm going to Harvard. I'm going to Yale. And then I only knew one university. That was U of T. So I said, I guess I'm going to U of T, <laughs> University of Toronto. And that's where I ended up going. I ended up going there, and I did a, uh, my phys ed, bachelor's of uh, physical education. And then I went on to be my teacher's college there. Um, uh, I was a school teacher for a little while. Uh, th- I taught for six years in the elementary panel, uh, okay. which was tough. Those those were some tough six years, but it, it helped me learn how to work with kids. And, again, that whole thing of learning how to break things down and uh, communicate with uh, young people has helped me in, in terms of communicating with adults,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: breaking things down and making simplifying things um i also taught for a few years at the university of toronto uh while all this going on i was a trainer i've always been a trainer at heart even when i was a kid i was the guy calling everybody up saying hey guys guess what we're gonna play soccer today hey guys guess what we're gonna play hockey today and i'd be calling people up okay we're gonna meet at this time make sure you bring this make sure you bring the net to get it going so you know the, the university thing I did it it was it was a challenge because it was the first time, um, I had no one telling me what I had to do. It Was like, you do what you want, man. You can do your homework. You don't have to do it. You can you you, you know you can be anything you want. When and I, I didn't know what I wanted to really do. I I, I just said you know what I, I want to help people. I, I I really enjoyed some of the teachers I had. You know I, I'd love to give back the same way, and. You know, I taught for a little while, but I realized after teaching for this, the time I did was that I wanted to help a lot of people. I didn't mm-hmm. want to just help a few people, you know, and I wanted to help motivated people. And not, mm-hmm. nothing against the schools or the university, but I found in some of the schools I was teaching at that I was constantly trying to break habits and get these guys to be motivated to learn and I was like, I want to work with people who are motivated. They just want it, and I'm going to help them get it. So that's, that's what got me into the fitness business and uh, opening up my own facilities and doing the one-on-ones and, and working from everyone, with everyone from CEOs of companies to moms to kids, um, just helping them become optimal in, in their health and wellness and their fitness or whatever performance goal they wanted that that was what you know and again going back to the the title is we we kill doubt and mm-hmm. you know i i it, it's what i craved helping people that you know the odds were against them you'll never lose that weight you'll never be fast enough you'll you're not big enough to play in the nhl you're not strong yeah. enough to 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 play football like that's the, that's what i got off i i loved I love the underdog, you know, right. the guy that wasn't supposed to be good. And we helped him become great, not just good, but great. Right. I you know what it. I mean? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So that's kind of a long-winded answer, but uh, that's, that's been my upbringing. And I did lots of extracurricular studies afterwards. Like I studied, 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 like the personal training world. Like, you know, I know, I know a lot of trainers now are coming up and, you know, they get their certification and they, they, don't, they don't do much studying after that. But for like, honestly, for like 10 years, I was course after course. I spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on, on education for the field. And, um, it, you know, what? at the time, it, 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 it was, I loved it. And I still, I still love learning. Um, but I wanted to be a businessman too. I realized once I had a family, it, was, it wasn't just about me and learning and learning another course or learning stuff, I have to take care of my family. So that's mm-hmm. that's when I started, you know, working on the business side and trying to become an entrepreneur. Um and it and you know, it's a lot of work. It was a lot of work, it's a struggle. You know, and I had to trust the struggle and we continue to challenge ourselves and, and move forward. You know, and and that's that's what I'm all about. I'm 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 ready to help anybody who is willing to to, to take inspiration to be who's coachable and, and wants to be better you know what i mean we're taking people from good to great from ordinary to extraordinary that's what we do
1: that's awesome so tell us a little bit about the business that you have today
2: well i have uh i i have two businesses i have one downtown uh it's just called body pump inc where we have uh part of it's uh Toronto Fit Body, where it's our fit body, our group training downstairs, and upstairs we have our personal training. Um, it, awesome. It, the, the facility is amazing. It's, it's got that uh, sort of that lofty feel where you come in there and it's raw and it's real. People come in there working hard. And, again, we're training pro athletes in this place. We're training moms. We're training executives. We're training women just, that just want to lose some weight and feel good about themselves. Um, I also have an, another fit body in Pickering, which is blowing up. I love Pickering. I, I got some great people I work with there. My partner, Mal Trainer, uh, Mike Carey, the whole crew out there is. I got an amazing crew. So we got about uh, a boot camp out there, again, group training, uh, indoor in Pickering where we got about 200 members that are working their butt off on a regular to to get to get to where they want to to get to the optimal promised land. So that, that's the two businesses, and I and I have you know I, what I've taken up and it's it's not a hobby because it's, it's turned into a, a huge passion of mine is I work with a lot of kids,
1: mm-hmm. and we yeah. have
2: the sixty minute kids club, which is our national charity uh, that we have that's right across Canada. Um, it's basically uh, it's it's a tracking. It's a tracking tool used to help kids be accountable, help them learn healthy habits. Uh, we're in probably four hundred schools across Canada and uh, we are we're working to we're working right now, we're talking to the States, uh, and, and England and Qatar on they're, they're gonna pilot our program out there as well in the in the in the new year. So it is growing, things are happening, things are moving. Um, you know, I got a great family. I got two boys and a great wife. Uh, we we're, we're, we're going in the right direction. So, I I'm, I'm a pretty happy guy right now. I'm busy, but I, I'm happy and, and you know, busy, is, you know, sometimes people associate busy with you know, um, negative, but I am it doesn't feel like work for me because I love doing it.
1: All right. Well, that's absolutely beautiful, and I love that you're doing what you're passionate about, and you love helping people, and that's exactly what you're doing, and now you're taking it nationwide and probably beyond that if I know you any better. So that's oh, yeah.
2: We, we're not going to stop, Eddie. We're not stopping,
1: <laughs> Good stuff. Well, you're making a huge impact, and I absolutely love it. So tell us, so clearly you're a fitness trainer. You are a doubt killer, Coach D, tell us, I know you're meeting a lot of people, you know, and your goal for 100,000 by 2020, that's a hell of a lot of people. So, what, I'm sure you see a lot of challenges out there. What would you say are the most challenging issues that people face in your industry?
2: Honestly, one of the things I see the biggest challenge is people's uh, people not matching their 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 actions not matching their goals
0: mm-hmm. there's a
2: lot of people out there that say they they want to transform their body they want to lose some weight they want to get healthier they want to get more active and there's stuff and I call it stuff that just gets in the way of that happening um, what it's it's wrapping their mindset around this change and 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 me wanting it so one of the things I, I find that people have a lot of ch- a, a huge challenge with is is commitment. You know what I mean? Like most mm-hmm. people, if I were to ask them, you know, what's the longest you know you've been consistent with a workout program and with a a healthy eating plan? What's the longest? And most people, it'd be hard to say. Most people have been solid about their food and their and their training and and whatnot for more than a month. And even a month is being generous. And then they mm-hmm. wonder why every year they're they're more, they're five pounds heavier, two pounds heavier every year, and, and things aren't changing. So one of the, I guess, the biggest challenge is, I guess, access to, you know, getting to a gym and, and, and education. You know, I might, even, mm-hmm. I might even go back and say it's not even education because people know what they have to do. It's just people aren't taking massive actions anymore towards their goals. Mm-hmm. They're just... It's a wish. I would like to lose some weight. You know, I'd like to lose ten pounds, and I'm, that's mm-hmm. great. Well, how long have you had that goal? Mm-hmm. So it's a challenge in terms of people. It's my, one of my biggest challenges: people saying one thing and not taking the actions that they need to to get there.
1: Okay. Um, so that's a really So, good so yeah, out.
2: and and I know Randy. You probably know people like this. They, you know, for I'm one of them.
1: Well, I take action. But, not, you know, like you said, <laughs> you know, it lasts three months, or lasts six months, and then the mindset goes. So really, how do you, so this is a huge challenge, how do you help people not to break that mindset? Like, okay, yeah, you can have that piece of pizza once in a blue moon, but how do you stop them from going and doing it all the time? Do You know what I mean? Like, how do you stop people from... Getting all excited and motivated, they last a month, and then they start cheating again or not going to the gym or whatever. How do you help them get that mindset to stay with them and to overcome it? Like, that's hard. Mindset is powerful.
2: We got to keep challenging them. Keep challenging different challenges. Every 90 days, you should have a different challenge. Every 90 days, new challenge. Whether it's an adventure challenge, whether it's a, a weight challenge, whether it's, you know, training for a mud run, whether it's a weight challenge, whether constantly, whether you're going to run a 10K, you you need something to work towards. You need a purpose with your fitness. You know, you need a why, an important why that, a, a why that is basically we joke and we say a why that makes you cry, that it's that mm-hmm. important that you got to have it because, if your why is not important to you, you're not going to do it, Randy. You're not going to do it. You do it for a little while, but it's not that important. You know those people that say I've been trying to lose ten pounds for a, for years now. I've been trying to lose this ten pounds. I can't lose it. You know what I say? It's not important to you because if it was, you would have done it already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or you got to go hire somebody. You got to go hire somebody to help you if you really want that to happen. You're going to go and find a way. You're going to find a way. So mm-hmm. constant challenge, you know, you know adversity, there's going to, you know there's going to be adversity, but that's the that's that's what keeps you going. You know, that's what keeps you alive. It's the you know we you know we tr- trust the struggle because at the only good things that come to you at the at the other at the other side of that struggle. Only good things mm-hmm. are at, are found on the other side right. of that struggle. And you know it, Randy, from anything you've wanted in your life. And people out there, they know it. You know, you wanted to go to university. You had to bust your butt to get the grades. And when you got there, you were so happy because you did it. it was, you proved to yourself you did it. You know, all these things, you, it, whenever you want something, you've got to set a goal and, and make it happen. Take massive action to make this happen. And another thing I find with uh, some of our clients a challenge is they don't make their goals big enough. You know, they say, I just want to lose 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem with 10 pounds is that's not that exciting. Because what happens usually when they say they want to lose 10 pounds, after they've lost 10 pounds, they're still not happy with their body.
1: They're <laughs> to be happy, but they're
2: not happy. It's, it's, it's not the, just the 10 pounds. Maybe they need, they should say, I need to lose 30 pounds. And then when they lose 20, you know what I mean? Like, that's not so bad.
0: You know what I mean? They've got to
2: keep striving. And you know, I try not to just focus on weight. I try and focus on performance. I try and focus on things because people that just focus on weight, they're never happy because they, they want a look or they want – they're not even sure what they want. We, we have to help people figure out the vision that they want. And that's what we mm-hmm. do. We help people with their vision and, and their fo- where their focus should be. You know, we help them with their nutrition. We help them with their work ethic. We keep them accountable accountability people need to be, and that's why I tell people you've got to keep you challenging yourself and sharing it with people that, hey, I'm doing this. Great. I'm going to keep you accountable that you, you get that done. Okay? Mm-hmm, Once mm-hmm. you start sharing this with the world, you have to mm-hmm. do it because people are going to say, <laughs> Randy, I thought you were going to run that 10K in, in three months. Are you going to still do that? I don't see you training. Right. <laughs> it's so true.
1: As soon as you put it out there, it becomes real. <laughs> it,
2: it's got to. You got to put it out there, and then you got to set a date. If you don't set a date to it, it's just a wish, and that's that's what people do. A lot of wishing going on.
1: Yes, definitely. So, what kind of suggestions would you give people? If uh, so, you know, maybe they have some kind of late exercise routine, or maybe they don't have anything going on. Um, You know, maybe they want to shed a few pounds. Maybe they want to shed a lot. Maybe they just want to be heart healthy, right? Maybe they know they're not doing anything active in their lives and they just need to be healthier. They don't necessarily have to lose weight or anything, uh, but they know they need to be healthier because the insides of our body need to be healthy as well. Our heart, our lungs, and all our other organs, we have to feed those as well. So what would you tell somebody if they came to you Um, wanting to know what should I do? What would you suggest is the first few steps for them to take?
2: Honestly, I'd probably, you know, this is kind of a depends question, but I'd probably start with their nutrition. Mm
1: -hmm. I
2: would probably start because they can go and clean Mm -hmm. that up today. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Something as simple as drinking more water, not skipping meals, eating whole foods, eating whole foods. Eating every two to three hours, you know what I mean, so in order to mm-hmm. keep your metabolism going and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. Making sure you're getting lean protein in your diet every day. Make sure you cut out sugar, you know what I mean, like sugar, refined, Reduce dairy, you know what I mean. So I can mm-hmm. tell you that. Right off the hop, that's the things I'm going to tell you. If you want to make, make changes, real changes, We well, got to start with your nutrition. And then I tell them to start getting active. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Depending on who they are, what, where, where they are in life, and I, I, would tell them, listen, start going for a walk every day. Start small because I know people. What, what people have tended, tended to do in the, in the past is, they start a program and they go crazy the first two weeks, like they start training like they're training for the military, and they haven't <laughs> done anything in years, and they hurt themselves. What do right. you think's gonna happen? You went from zero to trying to go to hero in a week. What do you think? And they hurt themselves. So I'm saying mm-hmm. ramp it up. Make a game plan. In fact, I all, I always even tell people, why don't you hire somebody? Because if I was, if you are gonna go renovate your house, wouldn't you hire someone to give you a blueprint? Mhm. Mhm. To to what you you know, what you want to do, or what's it gonna cost? Can I do it myself? You know, do it right. You know, we're we're so quick to go spend money on on renovations or you know, a vacation, we spend time planning, but nobody plans out their own body, you know what I mean? Their right. own life that <laughs> one life, you know what I mean? I've seen people spend more time researching what car they're going to get than what trainer or gym they're going to use, you know what I mean? They spend time, tons of time researching that, or a or, or vacation. They'll spend a month researching where they want to go on vacation, but they'll spend two minutes trying to figure out their, their health and fitness. So right. we've got to change. We, that, these are the type of things that got to change. If, if we want, we, and it's got to start with the community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it starts with you, then it, it starts to go, it's it got to go to the community.
1: Because mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. you affect your, your community around you, whether you, you, you like it or not, you know, your friends, your family. When they see you start being healthy and being active, it's contagious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you start feeling good, you're a nicer person to be around, Randy.
1: Right. <laughs> it's so true.
2: When well, you're not
1: feeling good, you're not yeah. that
2: nice. You know how I many people don't want to be around you. You don't want to do things. You just want to hibernate. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope I'm not hitting home with you, Randy.
1: Oh, I'm very nice. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. What skinny, i skinny, I'm very nice. <laughs> okay.
2: That's what I thought. That's what I thought.
1: <laughs> now, that part you have to keep nice. But, uh, no, some of this stuff do. does hit home because it's it's hard to keep that mindset. Like, you're so right when you talk about that being, the you know, one of the biggest challenges that people have, and it is a mindset. And, you know, you can keep it for so long and then somehow you get demotivated, right? Why do you get demotivated or why do you go off track or why does that happen? So, you know, your your idea of, constantly having a new challenge is awesome. And people could have, uh, you know, like myself, you could have different parts of your body that you have injuries on or something where it restricts you. Maybe you can't go do the marathon, but maybe there's something else you can do,
2: right? There's lots of things you can do, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you can have daily challenges, weekly challenges. You know what I mean? All right, this week I'm going to do 10,000 steps a day. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm, my challenge. mm -hmm. For the month, I'm going to do 10,000 steps a day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm going yeah. to make sure I drink. It, it could be small challenges. You know what I mean? Right. That, you know, yep. Start off small. It could be, you know what I mean? For the next 90 days, I'm going to focus on healing my body, cleaning up my body, cleansing my body, getting myself healthy and fit, uh, cr- you know, fix up all my injuries. And then the next 90 days, I'm going to do something that's really active out there. I'm going to start running again. I'm going to, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, people think you got to run a marathon. Oh, I can't run a marathon, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. That's not
1: mm-hmm. the case.
2: So, right. And that's
1: why hiring I mean, a trainer is a great idea, because you'll always have oh, yeah. somebody pushing you for something
2: new. Or, or join our boot camp. But the thing is, it doesn't have to be expensive. You can just hire a trainer for a couple sessions. It's a it's a huge investment. Just tell them what you want to do. It's like, listen, I want to make sure I'm doing this. Play game plan. Send me out with a game plan, and I'll check in with you every three months. Thank mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm not telling you like not everyone has the means to to pay. You know, five hundred to thousand bucks a month in personal training.
1: Right, right.
2: So that's you know, it's it's not you know, it's not accessible to everyone. But. Right. But you there can go are walk. There's, there's there's so many options out there uh, that you can you can do. And and again, starting with nutrition is probably the first place I'd start. Then I'd start with you know walking. Then I d- depend on what you are. Start with body weight exercises, things you can do at home. You know. And hmm. my other advice I give to people, especially trying to doing this doing this on their own, is do it in the morning. Get it over with check Mm -hmm. it off, make it be the first thing. Wake up 20 minutes, 30 minutes earlier and do some exercises, jump in the shower, eat some food and be on your way.
1: Mm -hmm. Get it over Mm -hmm.
2: with, do it in the morning because in everyone's busy life, things pop up and you you don't get it done at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Meetings, you know, there's always something that's going to get in the way of working out Mm -hmm. down the road. There's always too much, too much to uh, sort of jump in the way and, and get in the way of, of what you should be doing. So schedule it early. Get it over with. You'll feel a nice, nice sense of accomplishment if you get it over with early. Don't, don't wait till the end of the day. It might not happen then.
1: <laughs> so when somebody works with you or your team, what kind of results can they expect when they work directly with you or take one of your programs or one of the classes? what are they well, going to get
2: I'll, I'll I'll tell you in our the we have a 6 week challenge coming up in uh, September um in a couple of weeks here what what I've seen in 6 week challenges I've seen people lose between 12 and 30 pounds believe it or not transform 12 to 30 pounds within 6 week span now mm-hmm. is that the norm that's not the norm but that's what we've seen and, and it's people who've made the commitment to the food, mm-hmm. to the working out, to the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just the jump start. We get them, you know, we get them there with the, in the six weeks. We teach them how to work out. We teach them how to eat. And we, that, we want it to be sustainable. Like, that's great that they've lost some weight and whatnot, but, you know, we want them to keep that weight off for six to 12 months because that's when you know it's real because mm-hmm. now it's a lifestyle. It's not just a quick fix. It's a lifestyle. And, and that's the problem with all these quick fix things you see on TV or in or in the stores is it's exactly what it is. It's a quick fix and it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. I hear you. We, so we, so we, can we're,
1: people we're, do this... Sorry, girl. Do yeah. can people... Like, I know you have the two gyms and you work with people there, but what if they're not in the vicinity of being able, maybe it's not reasonable for them to come to your gyms. Can they still work out with you? Can they still do this six-week program with you?
2: Well, you know what? There's lots of stuff online. We do have some programs that we we offer online, Um, you know, like, and it's 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 based on body weight. We have body weight programs that we can offer you online. Uh, we kind of you know I haven't pushed that that route that much, but because as my goal of transforming our goal to help transform 100,000 people by 2020, we are going to move to the online, and that's coming in the probably later on in the fall, where we're going to have online programs that people can follow, nutrition plans that they can follow. Um, and it's inexpensive. You can do it at home, in your own home, or you can do it at your gym, wherever you're mm-hmm. at, and we will be your accountability coaches.
1: Love it. Love it. And I love the fact that you're expanding it that way because, you know, even people within the Toronto area aren't necessarily anywhere near Pickering or Toronto, Toronto like downtown, because Toronto is a huge place they may not be able to travel to those places but i know there's so many people that you can help even in this area so if they're going online anybody in the world can go online right and you can definitely be reaching that 100,000 goal
2: okay and, well that's why we're doing it so we're just mastering <laughs> we're just mastering the in-house stuff and now we're moving on to the online stuff Love We got to make sure that, we got to make sure the is tight and it works uh- so it, we, we've had some great results. We've transformed thousands of people over the last two years, thousands. And it's, it, it's just every day we're, we're having more and more transformations in terms of, of what we're doing. And, you know, I got a great team I work with, an awesome team, Phil and Rich and, and Sean downtown um, as well. We're, we're, we're just growing. And it's, it's a nice growth. It's been organic. And, mm-hmm. and our goal is to take it to the next level. we we didn't sign up to be average, a right. average gym. We we signed up for this career or this profession to be extraordinary and help people go from ordinary to extraordinary. That's what we signed mm-hmm. up for.
1: And that you are. You definitely are.
2: And and, and again, <laughs> I didn't even talk about the kids. You know, my my partner out west, Matt Young. Uh, we're 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 going from this one. First we're going nationwide, and then we're going internationally. So we got big plans, massive goals. Uh, 2015 is you know, we're still in the last quarter. The last quarter is coming up, and we're going to finish up strong this year.
1: Love it. Love it. And I'm here to support you in any way possible. So, Thank you, Randy. Thank you. Daryl, what makes you so passionate about sharing this information with people? What is it that hits home for you?
2: What is it that makes hits home for me? Uh, you know what? It's it, I've always got off on on helping people get to the next level. You know what I mean? Like I said earlier, you know, I love the underdog. I I love the you know you know I used to work a lot with pro athletes, um, and and when I started working with you know regular everyday people. You know, it was taking them and, and, and the effect that the, the results I saw when I saw how much it changed their lives and made their lives better, made their marriages better, made them, you know, more, you know, um, sort of involved with their family and engaging and active with their family. Like, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, as I do this and and all the, the emails, the texts, thanks, Daryl, thanks, you know, thanks, Fitbody, thanks, you know... It, it fuels us. It's the kind of mm-hmm. thing that just you want more and more and more, and you just want to, you know, it's you, you just want to keep filling, filling up, filling up with that stuff. And again, it, it's it's what I'm addicted to. It's it's getting myself in shape and helping people get in shape as well. Um, Love it. And and just sort of breaking down because there's a lot of people like I said, they have doubt. You know, there's mm-hmm. oh, there's so many programs out there, Daryl. I don't know which one to do. Oh, Daryl, nothing works for me. Oh, my God, you know, I've tried everything. I love food. I can't, Daryl, I can't do it. I'm not, you know. So <laughs> this, is a, I, this is what I hear on a daily basis in my office, in the, in the gyms. But they want mm-hmm. it. And, again, you know, that to see the transformation. You know, you see someone mm-hmm. come in with all this doubt. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, six months later, they're on your wall. As one of your the people that you transform, right? You know, it's, it's stories. <laughs> we we're, we're we got all these great stories, and we want, you know, we want a hundred thousand great stories. Right. That's awesome. You know, that's that's what keeps me going. And you know, my wife bugs me sometimes. She's like, "Man, you gotta stop working. You gotta stop working." But I don't see it as work. It's right. Just, it's it's you know, work to me is digging a ditch. You know, work is, is yeah. <laughs> Work to me is walking in a mall shopping. I don't shop like, you know, I'm, uh, <laughs> that's like work. You know what I mean? Like that, mm-hmm. you know, walking around in the mall, that's work.
1: Yeah, something you do so, not enjoy is work. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, you got to work to do it. So that's, I love it. Well, I, I guess I'm, I'm, not awesome. I'm not
2: working. I'm not working.
1: You're not working. You're doing what you love. No, I'm just, so having, what I'm we just do... hanging out that's awesome. (laughs) The best thing to do when you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like you're going to work, you're doing something that you absolutely love. So you couldn't ask for more than that, right? Exactly. So so Daryl, what would you tell people who are trying to get into your industry? Is it difficult? Are there any tricks to the trade? Are there any secrets that you want to tell us?
2: Well, you know what? getting first of all, I'm going to tell you, if you want to get into our industry, you got to get in for the right reason because you're passionate about fitness and health and helping people. Um, not only your health, you, you got to be passionate about, about helping people because what I've seen over the years is, you know, the profession's changing and, you know, prior, it, you know, when I was younger, it was mostly people that were like in good shape and it, it started to become a bit of a like a a glam job like a like a bartender job yeah i'm a mm-hmm. I'm a trainer, it's cool, you know I get to meet a lot of people I meet girls you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah that if you got in for that reason that's that's probably the wrong reason you got into it for um I would say listen you gotta be passionate, study you know what i mean find mm-hmm. find the mentor, learn from them, learn the tricks of the trade. Uh, you know, you got to be good with people. Uh, if you're not good with people, you have got to get out of your comfort zone because basically you're going to be dealing with all kinds of people, all kinds of different walks. And yeah. you got to be patient. You got to be patient. Yeah. And if I were going back and I was getting into the profession now, I would learn. I would I would study my butt off again. I would I would learn the you know the trade, but I would also learn how to be a businessman. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of great trainers out there that are excellent at what they do, but they're not very good at marketing themselves, and Absolutely. that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't market themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was I was one of those guys. I didn't know how to market myself. I didn't I I wasn't out there. I was a secret agent. I wasn't telling people what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, and I thought if you told people, if you had to announce it to people that what you did, you weren't that good. If you had to tell people what you did and, you know, have to brag about it, you weren't that good. But marketing (laughs) and and, and, and making it a business, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? A lot of people Mm -hmm. treat it as a hobby and they get paid like a hobby. But if Mm -hmm. you help a lot of people, if you help a lot of people get what they need, then you're going to get what you need. You know what I mean? So that's, that's how you, you know, if I were given some advice to. Some of the, the young trainers out there or the people thinking of going into the profession, I'd say, listen, don't, first of all, don't get into this business for the money. Get into this business because you're passionate about it. And get into this business because you really, really want to help yourself, your your friends, your family. You just want to help people. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's what I've, I've discovered about myself is, you know what, we get off off helping people get to the next level changing their life, changing their lifestyle, making their life better. That's what mm-hmm. we get off on.
1: Mm-hmm. So Absolutely I love yeah. it. I love it. I love your outlook good, on good, things. Good. I love the fact that you're helping so many people and it's just gonna continue more and more and expand to larger and larger places all over the world. And I congratulate you on being focused and building a business that's successful and helping a ton of people at the same time.
2: Thank you, Randy. Thank you Th- again. Thank you for having me on here today. I, you know, I, I wasn't sure how this was going to turn out. I was just like, okay, yeah, I'd love to be on your podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is this is cool. Like, I'm I'm becoming a fan of podcasts. Yeah there you go. A big fan. A big fan.
1: There you go. Yeah, yeah you can share some information.
2: I, I, yeah, no, no, no. I'd love. I, I, again, I, I'm I'm recognizing that right now, and I'm starting to listen to more podcasts myself, and and telling people about podcasts. You know, there's That's not a fantastic. lot of people out there that are that are that are using podcasts or into them. But as soon as I start telling, them, there's a, there's a culture of podcasters that are getting into it now, and I'm like, I'm one of those people. I'm like, yeah, let's play podcasts. Listen, you know, let's, free let's, information here, let, for
1: people, yeah, right? Yeah, let's
2: get in. Let's get into this guy's world. Let's see what this guy's about.
1: Exactly, exactly. Well, I'm excited to hear your podcasts when they come live. That's exciting. Oh,
2: they're coming. They're coming. I'm excited, <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm, I'm. I'm glad to be on yours, and you know, and and, and just you know, share. Well, uh, share the you. knowledge, share my experience, and uh, hopefully, someone who's listening can can get something from this and make their life better.
1: Well, I definitely think they will, Daryl. Thank you so much, and I'm very grateful for you sharing your story, your your, your story about your life growing up and how you got to where you are today, and that you're so passionate about what you're doing. So absolutely. Adore you. It's fantastic. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. Daryl, if people want to get in touch with you, what website can they go to to find you?
2: They can find me at torontofitbody.com. Again, torontofitbody.com. And Randy, again, thanks for having me. Uh, I, I hope to come back. I hope you, you, yeah, you call me back. i will love to do another one with you.
1: Definitely. That would be awesome.
2: Down the, thank the,
1: road, you so down the much. road, Perfect, Daryl. Okay. Thank you so much. You're an awesome podcast guest. And everybody out there, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to this podcast. And please remember to subscribe and share. And please leave a positive review on iTunes. That would be awesome. So thank you so much.